0: Welcome to the Beauty Talk podcast, where we feature how the best medical practitioners help their patients to look better, younger, and healthier. Now enjoy the show, and here's your host.
1: Daniel Gao here. I'm the host of Beauty Talk, where we feature the top medical practitioners in health and beauty, both inside and out. I have Yvonne Delos here from Medical Aesthetic Art Institute. She is an experienced injector, national speaker, and trainer and massively obsessed with educating providers entering the medical aesthetic space. She is also the founder of Medical Aesthetic Art Institute, MAAI Summit, Aesthetico Booth Rentals, Aesthetic ER, and Aesthetic Injector Coach. Not only that, she is a proud MERS Advisory Board Member, Prolenium Speaker and Trainer, Mint KOL, Benev KOL, and Candela KOL. So Yvonne, glad to have you here, welcome.
0: Thank you, Daniel, I'm honored to be here. Yes,
1: yeah, so let's just dive right into it. I'm curious, how did you first get interested in aesthetics?
0: Um, aesthetics actually found me. Mm-hmm. I went to grad school to do reproductive medicine and it just didn't quite work in my favor and the only job available was aesthetics. So I applied and I got it and here I am,
1: so. <laughs> Man, but it must have been quite a journey, like as far as you just, getting into aesthetics, just finding it. And now you're just, I mean, so many different businesses, so many. I mean, you're, you're a key opinion leader on so many different, different different companies. Like, what was that journey that we just got started to now where you are right now, where you're national trainer? We were just speaking before here, traveling all over the country and even all over the world training. So what was that journey like? Yeah,
0: it's so funny that you asked because it wasn't something that I intentionally planned. I do believe in manifestation and I do believe that, um, you know, going after your dreams, but I do believe that God or the universe actually makes things even better than you could even think possible. So, um, again, I went to grad school to do reproductive medicine. That's how I got my twins. And I just saw a real need for compassion and understanding. So I thought, well, I have so much to offer this industry. Um, but again, life has its way. And We ended up moving up to Park City area and I got a job in aesthetics. This was January of 2014. And after working at that job, what I was doing when I was commuting from Park City down to the valley, so it was like a 45 minute drive in the canyon and we get a lot of snow in the winter. And I would have to take my twins with me to the daycare down there. So after a year, about a year, year and a half of commuting, I thought, you know what? I can do this on my own. There isn't a med spa here in in my valley up in the mountain. So I will just do, I'll just start my own. So there was a salon in town. And what I had done is I had rented half of the salon and turned it into a med spa. So I got all the inflow from their clientele. And it took off. I did really, really well. And then my father ended up getting sick with pancreatic cancer and um, passing away so then we we uh, sold that house I closed the practice or at least I thought I did mm-hmm. and I moved back to southern Utah and I went to the I would commute to Vegas to our commute and start seeing patients there and like lo and behold all my patients from Park City would be calling me and messaging me so for the past six years I commuted four and a half hour drive to see patients once a month wow yeah um so i did that for six years Um, and then what i had done is i built a a booth rental clinic down here and and rented it to injectors um so in 2018 i started medical aesthetic art institute because i had been working for other training programs and i just saw a huge gap from new injectors to actually getting out and practicing so i started medical aesthetic art institute and we teach a variety of courses but we do mentoring and then we do an internship program where they're allowed to come back and take the training again and then they have me as a mentor So that's been very, very successful. From day one, it's been profitable. And then we saw again that need for new injectors to have a location. So we created the booth rentals. And then I also created a medical director program where um, I designed it specifically for the state of Utah. However, I've trained several across the country on how to be a medical director legally and safely. Um, So the businesses, all my businesses feed one another. And then just this year, I launched the Aesthetic Injector Coach where that is doing really, really well. Um, it will be a six-figure a month business here shortly. And um, I really am teaching not only injectors, but I'm training, I'm coaching an endocrinologist, I'm coaching uh, a 55-year-old uh, personal health, uh, he's a fitness instructor. Um, or like a he's kind of more of like a gym coach kind of a guy. I'm coaching uh someone that's starting a business in hiking as a hiking guide. So I've kind of learned the nuts and bolts of business and I can really apply it to any business. And so I'm helping all kinds of people and that's so much fun. So this has been quite the journey. I didn't realize I'd have five businesses. I'm in the process of building two more. Real Aesthetics will be breaking ground on that any day. And um, there'll be another one, which I haven't announced yet, but Mm -hmm. um, it will be a second business inside the med spa. So it's been a fun journey and a very successful journey. And uh, it's just happened. It's just, I've learned that when you find a need, you turn it into an opportunity to serve and an opportunity to profit. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: that's just what I've done.
1: That's fantastic. That's very uh, detailed description about all your different businesses. Now I'm sure kind of being on the forefront of training other medical practitioners on how to set up, grow, and expand their practice, I'm sure you've seen that there's a lot of new or emerging treatments coming onto the market. Are there any that you're seeing that you're particularly excited about?
0: Yeah, one thing that's just fairly new to the market is the Self-Farm X device. It's RF microneedling. It's the only dual wave device on the market, um, and I fell in love with that. I loved it so much. I I am a KOL for that company, but I went to them. I said, let me build your training program. I believe I'm really good at training. I'm really good at building a training program. So I've been, um, you know, a big part of that uh, training program for Benav teaching all across the country on using that device. So that's something that's new. Um, the use of exosomes is fairly new and it's, that's on fire as well. So I speak nationwide for um, Banab as a KOL, and we were just in Dallas two weeks ago and I was on a couple panels and had a couple lectures. Um, so there's a lot of new and exciting things. Um, I was supposed to go to Korea last week, but I was lecturing in Las Vegas for Polinium. And uh, so next year, I hope to get to Korea and see what's actually coming, see what techniques and skills I can bring back
1: home with me. That's fantastic. That's that's just amazing. Now, I want to go back to the training school that you offer. Could you explain what's the biggest differentiating factor that sets aside your training school from others in the marketplace? That's a really
0: good question, and I believe what it is, is is um in 2020 during covid i had 11 educators and i had to make a very conscious decision at that time having having to let go of 11 educators and i made a conscious decision that it was more important to me to have a very concentrated brand than a very dilute brand because i couldn't really control what my educators were teaching even though i have a very tight curriculum so i made the choice and i took the risk of just being the one and only educator to provide value and consistency. And actually it is paid off. I am very busy and some people listening might say, well, how you can't duplicate yourself. I mean, you're only gonna make so much money, but I am obsessed with what I do. I have a very good relationship with my students. And I will tell you, uh, Daniel, it's been my students that have built my business because it's word of mouth that has made my business so successful is because my students talk about me to others. And so that's how I'm able to fill up my classes. And um, so that was a very good decision I made back then. I don't regret it. And now we have my summit, which is a medical conference. So everybody else, it's a medical conference. But to me, it's a family reunion. (laughs) I get to see all my students. And I've again, intentionally kept that small. I don't um, take any more than 150 participants because it is my goal to know every participant's name in my room and my audience, and to have a relationship with them. And we've done two conferences already and they've been very, very successful and we're in the process of planning 2024, which we are announcing. So probably by the time this podcast comes out, I will have already announced it. So I actually announce it tomorrow. This will be, so we were the first conference to offer IV hydration and yoga and now we're seeing this roll out among other conferences which is so much fun Mm -hmm. so this year this 2024 we are the first conference to implement and to merge like to really invite families it's going to be family focused because what i have found daniel in this industry is most of us speakers we travel all the time we're away from our families all the time so this next year Um, We're renting a penthouse just for the family, the children, and we're having a circus event Hmm. and we're having nannies come in and babysit the kids while the parents are in, you know, uh, they're mingling and networking and we're going to have a clown, we're going to have a cotton candy machine and popcorn and snow cones and just a big party for the kids. It's going to be a movie, movie house in the penthouse and then they'll have day activities, hiking and other events. So that it can be more family focused. So we're super excited to be the first conference to really engage the family.
1: That's fantastic. Now, with that in mind, when it comes to the conference, you mentioned a couple of things that you'd be going over in that conference. Who are the the types of people that you really wanna bring to this one? Are these gonna be newer people that are maybe new to the industry and looking to start up? Or are they ones that are early established and they're just trying to find other ways to bring value to their patients? Or kind of who's the who's the ideal people that you're trying to bring in, um, and gather for this conference?
0: I love that you brought that up because the original focus was really, like I said, my family reunion of bringing back my students. Mm-hmm. And so I've been training for six years now. So most of my students you know, are in the first to, to first to fifth year and that was really our focus, but it has been such a buzz. Daniel, like people are talking about this conference all over the country. And again, we're not using marketing, it's word of mouth. That now, because we have the best speakers, Mm-hmm. We had Dr. Jonathan Sykes from Beverly Hills teaching on a liquid rhinoplasty. We had Dr. Steven Weiner from Florida doing uh, Tixel and the rejuvenation and we had the best injectors and best speakers from across the country. And um, because we have such great energy and we have so much fun, we are getting people from all over. We're already booking mm-hmm. next year. So, and we only have a certain amount of spots available mm-hmm. and we're getting providers from all over with years and years of experience. So it's, it's really, it's, it's open to anyone and everyone that is wanting something very intimate, something that's high energy, very positive. We have a motivational speaker at our conference. She's We have one open up the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a lot of love. We have a very loyal following. It's a beautiful, beautiful community. Um, and so it's getting a lot of buzz right
1: now. That's fantastic. Now, I want to go back to the training side, the, the um, your training businesses. Um, we talked a little bit about what differentiates you, but I want you to talk a little bit more about your approach. You did say you have a, a very tight curriculum, but could you explain a bit more about your specific approach for how you train these providers?
0: i would say the number one thing is is we have you have to create an environment that is safe and a really good energy environment so that they don't feel intimidated this is a new skill a lot of them come to us with 5 10 15 20 years of nursing experience but this isn't anything like they've ever done before so it's almost like they have to forget everything they've learned to relearn something new a new skill but and this is really where the um injector coaching came from is because the limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. the self-limit in the head i I literally can look at people and see this conversation of self-doubt going on and so we really tackle that in the beginning and so we create the environment that's a very loving very learning very safe environment and it's very small because i only take six students and i have a nurse help me so it's a very small intimate training experience and then we keep in touch with them So our beginner courses, our comprehensive course, they get 7.5 credits, CEU credits, and then they get a three credit emergency course in addition to that. So that's bundled. And then they can come back as an intern where they take the class again for no additional cost. So that's another thing that sets us apart is that we let them take it twice because we bombard them with so much knowledge and information that we need that to settle in. And so they take that tight curriculum, that manual home with them. Mm -hmm. They study it for the next three to six months and then they're able to come back as an intern where they watch it all and hear it all over again.
1: Okay, got it. So, I mean, that's, I think that what you described really leads a lot to your success and why everyone loves it. And you're growing from word of mouth. People are loving it, they're telling their friends and everyone else is interested just about it, right? Yeah, and I
0: believe in adding and providing massive value. Mm -hmm. I know the value that I give them is far more than the money that they're paying for the training. Mm -hmm. So when they leave my training, not only did they have a great experience, it was great energy, positive, high vibration. I'm all about that. And then they got to network and meet one another. They get to meet the reps and then, um, then they get to come back. So they're super motivated. They're super pumped and excited. They have tons of hands on experience. Because we have live hands-on models in the afternoon, and there's just so much value that we provide, and ongoing support, and ongoing discounts to our conference and other conferences, and to province and so on. We have so many connections and opportunities for them that um, you know that provides so much value.
1: Got it. Now, I want to take a step in a different direction and talk about you being a KOL, a key opinion leader. Now, you're a KOL for so many different companies. How does it give you more perspective in what's going on in the industry that you can then teach to your students?
0: Yeah, I love that. For one, it's the credibility, right? Um, And I know so many people want to be trainers, and they are trainers. But I will tell you that being a KOL, a speaker and a trainer, for the companies gives you a lot of credibility. So that I'm truly grateful for. Um, I love when a product's so on a MERS advisory board member. So when they're um, bringing on a new product or they're bringing on a new device to use their product, that I get to be a part of that. I get to be at the round table making decisions on how we use the products. Same with Perlinium. Perlinium just acquired another company and they have a couple products. products. So I'm one of the first to get those products to try and then provide my feedback. So I really enjoy that aspect. Um, I love being a leader in the industry. I love knowing what's coming to the industry. And I truly believe that when I'm representing another company, I need to bring my highest standards and bring excellence as I lead and um, set the example for those that are wanting to be trainers, is that I hold myself to the highest standards when I'm representing another company.
1: Mm-hmm. okay got it thanks for explaining that now when it comes to creativity I want I want to get your thoughts on when it comes to creativity and because I know that you're you have all these different businesses very creative person but when people think about medicine um, they think about oh it's very scientific you have this step-by-step process you really shouldn't be messing around with this thing it's just you have this one two three follow these steps but what would you say what role does creativity play? in your approach, not only to the patients that you're taking care of in your practice, but also on how you're teaching other practitioners.
0: Yeah, you know, I always say, because in our industry, I'm not going to lie, there's some blurred lines. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes people forget that we are medical providers first. Mm-hmm. Um, I am an entrepreneur by heart, by spirit, like that I think was just something in me that I, I mean, cause you know, I, I grew up from a family on welfare and food stamps. I'm mm-hmm. the only one with an education. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have this deep, unsatiable desire for this. Ge- I I think I just have that entrepreneur mind. Uh, so I definitely need my key players to kind of keep me, you know, under wraps. But I think when uh, you know, going back to your question, is creativity in our field because we are aesthetic practitioners. It is an art. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's an art to running a business as well, mm-hmm. but not all of our patients we can't do a one-size-fits-all protocol approach mm. to any of our patients they they bring their own lifestyle their own personality they want that specific look and an image and, but we have to take into account their facial aesthetics and their symmetry and their past health history and so there's so much to consider that I don't think there is a one two three you know wham bam like Cookie cutter approach to doing what we do, um, so there is a lot of creativity, and I think thinking outside of the box. You know, as an entrepreneur, we're all about finding problems to, you know, finding a solution to a problem. And I mean, that's how the aesthetic yard ER kit came about, right? And that's how the medical director course came about—is finding that need. Um, and so you have to be creative in this industry because one, you need you need to set yourself apart. Mm-hmm. And then as a business owner and then two as a practitioner, you gotta be on top of your skills. You gotta be really, really good to give the patient what it is they're looking for. So I think there is a lot of creativity here as a business owner
1: and as an injector. Okay. Can be said explained better. Now I'll, I know that uh, when you have your training course, you're you're really big on changing lives. Now if you could just tell maybe one or two stories of some of your students that came in and maybe when they came in, they were in a really tough or challenging position. But after going through your training, after learning from you, they were able to just get fantastic results. Um, Do you have any stories that you can share for some of your best students with great stories?
0: Oh, yes, yes. I have two students that just pop into my mind right away. And I will tell you the ones that are not where they want to be it's because of the self-talk in their head wow. the one the two that come to my mind are they're go-getters like they they wanted this they were hungry for it when they went after it the first one saw over 40 patients her first month mm-hmm. just because like she was after it and the other one generated over seven thousand dollars in revenue her first month as an rn both of them both of them being rns mm-hmm. so i always tell my students I don't care what initials fall behind your name. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets day one training. Everybody's training is the same. We learn neurotoxins in the upper half of the face, we learn dermal fillers, you know, in the nasolabial folds in the lips. So for the most part, everybody gets pretty similar training. Mm-hmm. But what it is, it's the limiting belief that you're just a nurse. Mm-hmm. No, because you know what? Just a nurse can make a lot more money than a physician has low self-esteem and very self-conscious, right? So that's, yes, my platform, people think they're coming to me to learn how to do Botox and fillers. They're coming for so much more because it is my intention. Our mission statement at Medical Aesthetic Art Institute is we not only want you to become excellent injectors, it is our intention that you make each and every, you know, interaction with your patients be more than erasing wrinkles and pluck my lips. Mm-hmm. May your intentions be to have a positive impact, to connect and to uplift and to make this world even more beautiful one patient at a time. So I'm teaching them so much more than just a skill and how to poke your patient with a drug. Mm-hmm. It's how to believe in yourself and how to transfer your positive, loving, kind energy onto your patient. So when your patient walks out the door, that they had such an amazing experience from being in your presence, that they go out to the world and they change the world. I think we all need to understand that we are responsible for our own energy and we are responsible for the people that come into our lives and our opportunity to have a positive impact. And I think we lose sight of that because we get so bombarded and we get so busy and so overwhelmed with everyday life. Mm -hmm. But I do make that a a top priority is building relationships and building confidence in these new injectors Mm -hmm. so that they can go out into the world and change the world.
1: That's great. Yeah, because I'm sure you get a lot of people that come in and maybe they have some hesitation or they're like, Oh, I don't know if I can really do this. But just like you mentioned, you have some some people who, as long as they have that right mindset, they can make success happen for them. And they just needed that that catalyst to help them get to that point. And that's what your training provides for them. Exactly. Great. Now, Yvonne, I'm curious, where do you think the future of aesthetics is going?
0: You know, it's a billion dollar industry and it trajectories to just massive growth, mm-hmm. um, new fillers coming on the market, new toxins coming on the market. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be new threads and new devices as well. Um, it will be really interesting to see how artificial intelligence plays a role in it. It's, it's said that we will be able to be scanned by artificial intelligence and it will be able to tell us what we need and what supplements we need how much filler and where like it will be so precise to give that perfect you know symmetry or whatever that perfect image it will be able to identify exactly where it needs to be placed so i i think there's going to be a lot of new things coming um and i'm going to stay on top of it all i okay. be right there
1: Got it. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that. Now, I do have one more question for you, uh, Yvonne, but uh, before I ask it, I do want to point people over to your website, which is www.learninjectables.com. Also, your other website is medicalaestheticartinstitute.com. Now, my last question is, what would you say is the most important piece of advice you can give to somebody who's probably been in the medical industry for some time and wants to change something, but maybe doesn't believe that they can run their own practice. Uh, What type of advice would you give to someone in that situation?
0: The thing is, again, we
1: all start. We went to medical school to be providers,
0: to be healthcare practitioners. We didn't get the business side of things. So we are all trying to just figure it out. Well, um, I I get this question all the time where it's like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Well, none of us do, that's why we figure it out. So don't let fear Fear is only false evidence that appears real. Don't let this stop you because you're going to you'll more likely regret not going after your goals and dreams than you will regret taking the risk and just trying it out. Just see, because I've seen so many students succeed and they're so happy and they're so grateful and I get messages all the time. I wish I would have done this sooner. When I get asked, Yvonne, do you think we're oversaturating the market? And the best
1: quote I ever heard was
0: the only thing that is oversaturated is your mindset.
1: That's great. I like that. OK, okay. well, there you have it. Yvonne, thank you for coming on, sharing your expertise. Now, where can people contact you in your school?
0: Um, so we're probably the easiest way to find us on Instagram, Medical Aesthetic Art Institute. Um, our website learninjectables.com and then the clinic number or the office number is 435-922-8330 um but we i have a staff that's always checking instagram um
1: that's our main platforms instagram okay great well thanks again for being on the show and sharing your message thanks for Thank listening you, to the
0: beauty talk podcast any questions please contact the practice directly with the contact information provided during the show we'll
1: see you again next time Bye for now.